0: What's up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet? Welcome to episode 6 of the Nerd Rejects podcast. I am your co-host, Gasper, alongside Tyler. Hey, everybody. And John will be in and out as he is attending to a small child. Uh, That that is okay. (laughs) We'll allow that. I guess. Uh, You can uh, find us on Twitter at Nerd Rejects Pod. Um, right or is it just nerd yep. rejects at nerd rejects, rejects. yeah see we missed a week I just don't know what to do anymore um, right. work, work does it to you you can find us now on Instagram at nerd rejects pod we just threw that up there today so give us a follow for cool stuff I guess yeah you know?
1: I believe uh, John has something going on his end that will be uh, kind of progressing forward into um, another portion of recording, and hopefully that'll go smoothly. But, um, yeah, we're going to talk to you about a crazy cool show today, and uh, we can't really tell you too much about it. We we got the ability to watch four episodes. Yes, four. Amazing. Amazing kudos Tyler kudos I uh, had no clue how it happened look it just happened and we said okay and we watched uh, as much as we could uh, I think Gasper and I both got you know all, all the episodes in all four uh, I'm not sure John made it all the way through um, but he was able to get a good amount of episode one maybe more in um, but I can honestly say that what a fantastic opportunity. Certainly thank you to Disney because that's who we dealt with directly. And oh yeah. Not only do we love the opportunity, we took it with pride and we we tried to watch as much as possible. So we're not here to spoil 2 through 4 as I know 2 comes out here in 2 days. Episode 2 does. So yeah. um what did you think overall? About the opportunity, and then what did you think about? You know, you, um, episode one's already out, so I guess follow it up with how you think episode one's going to play out through two, two, three, and four going forward without spoiling, because that's a no no. <laughs> I will try
0: my best. I yeah, will smack um, your hand. <laughs> <laughs> I I really liked it, like. Episode one was a bit slow, but you kind of expected, you know, it to be like, they're not just going to throw everything at you at once. And like, I feel like Moon Knight is a complicated character with, uh, like with all the Egyptian stuff and a bunch of names being thrown around and this God and that, that goddess and all that. Uh, but it was, it was good. I, I watched it twice. Uh, you watched all last- four twice. No, no, no. I watched the first one. The oh, first one. okay. I was like, uh, wow. Yeah, no. Uh, you have too much time. I wish I had that much time. Yeah, me too. But uh, I thought I, Oscar Isaac is amazing.
1: Um, I'd agree 100%. I To caveat off of that, I um watched the first episode with my wife, and I said, isn't Oscar Isaac fantastic and you know what i mean by that is how well he plays uh steven grant um and how well he plays mark Spector Mm -hmm. as two separate you could say entities um out of the three that we know of of course um so yeah what how do you how do you how do you think, uh, what do you expect in regards to, you know, what you enjoyed from episode one? What do you expect, uh, you know, with two, three, and four hanging in the, the wing, the wind, the wind, the wings? Um, <laughs> whichever. Um, how do you really expect it to pan out, knowing that you've you've seen at least four?
0: I just think the episodes are going to get more crazier, more intense. And I feel something like big is going to happen on the last episode. What is there? Only eight of these? Six. Six? I believe there's six. Yeah, I know, right? So I feel like it's going to lead up to certain uh, Marvel characters showing up at the end. Maybe one, maybe both. Who knows? I don't know. I don't want to say it because it might give it away, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, you don't want to. Um, you
1: know, I would, ha- I would have to say that I don't My Yeah. My favorite overall part, whether it be of episode one, two, three or four is just Oscar Isaac. I honestly, I haven't liked enjoyed his acting and prior engagements of his in regards to movies or shows, but This show, I feel like the director, everybody around him amplified his his acting skills. Mm -hmm. And the directors, producers, everybody gave him the ability to just go ham. And I think he ran with it and did fantastic. You're looking at an insanely great actor just going wild with a... Character that has multiple personalities. That is really finding himself. So in saying that, that was my favorite part. It's how how is how is Stephen Grant finding himself? Because we we open up episode one. Stephen Grant's just a regular guy working in a museum, a history museum.
0: Um, Man, I hate uh, his boss so
1: much. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, I was like, you know, I think we, you know, I think that's something we can all kind of understand, though, because everybody's kind of had a boss like that. Yeah, um, I, I don't, I don't really think anybody never has had a, a boss that's been like that, very demanding, just hates you no matter what you do. But I mean, Stephen Grant didn't seem like a terrible guy either. He's just out there living his life, trying to move through life smoothly without issue. And then boom, you know, he finds himself in a grassy field right in front of a castle or tower. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what that was. That was supposed to be, uh, I don't know the exact place. I've read it, but, uh, this is somewhere over, somewhere over in Europe. Like Scotland or something? I don't know. I'd have to to reread again just to get the the actual location down. But I know there's a lot of people that are saying that um, if you're familiar with Dr. Doom, a lot of people are trying to predict or speculate that where he was at was either uh, Latveria. I believe that's the place, the area uh, Dr. Doom's from. Mm -hmm. Where his castle is, at least. Where he reigns from. Um or at least close to it, where a lot of people are like, "Ooh, they're gonna they're gonna feature Doctor Doom soon." I'm like, "That doesn't make any sense. He's too he's like a Thanos level, you know, guy yeah. even worse. Like, it, yeah, it's he's nuts. So I wouldn't think they'd pop him out in this show, but um, it was very interesting to hear it though. I, that was a part I enjoyed because that was the first part of the show that we got to hear Conchu's uh, voice. Yep, um, and that's the the deity, the Egyptian deity uh, that is uh, kind of associated with Mark Spector and Stephen Grant, and has attached himself uh, or sorry, the deities attached themselves to to that individual, and and they sound a lot like Venom. Um. That was that you know. That's a millionth time I've probably heard that, and I I understand it a hundred percent. But I think the Venom back and forth is a lot more broken. I would say there's a lot more.
0: No, I, mean, I meant like the actual voice sounded like Venom. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know it's a different actor, but um, yeah. but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's why a lot of people are like, yeah, it's like it reminds me of Venom. Like, I get it. I mean, it makes sense because Venom is technically you know, taking over, um, you know, that character's self yeah. at that point where in this case, as you can see, I think in episode one, don't let me spoil anything. Um, in episode one, you know, Steven's not taken over. But, you know, as we saw in the very end, um, you know, Stephen just wants to live his life, like I said. If he didn't want to, he wouldn't have let you know Mark take over, and uh, you know have Moon Knight come out, um, because he didn't want to die. Stephen Grant didn't want to die; he wanted to keep living his life. Uh, and uh, I don't want to. I don't want to come over another big aspect of the show. Uh, Ethan Hawke's character, the Arrow.
0: Uh yeah. I think so.
1: Uh, um he was fantastic. You got the bad per you got you got the the villain vibe from him like the whole time. And he was I don't know, just creepy, his hair slicked back, just kind of like an icky an icky feeling whenever he came on the screen. Yeah. And I was like, Man, what's gonna happen now? Like this is just this guy's gonna be annoying, but I think you want that out of a out of a, a villain like this. I think you want this villain to be annoying, you want to be bothersome. Um But yeah, I, I'd have to agree. Like the first the first episode was fantastic. And I couldn't have asked for a better introduction as creatively uh creatively as it was done. Um, I agree 110%. But without revealing anything knowing how they follow the first episode up with 2 3 and 4 there's so much to look forward to if you if you want more out of episode 1 no matter what it is like you you're going to want more in 2 3 and 4 and I hope I hope everybody gets what they want but you're going to get more out of two, three, and four. You're going to get more out of five and six for sure. But as I kept watching, I kept saying to myself, "I got to keep going. Like I can't, I can't put this down. It's so good. Yeah, I
0: did, I did not
1: want it to attend. No. And as soon as four was over, I'm like, no. You in a in a good sense, of course. I'm like, no, I can't stop here. Yeah. Um, I have to know. Um, but what, what I can say is that they did pull a lot from the comic uh, the comic runs of Moon Knight. Um, I think, uh, was it Jeff Lemire? I, I want to say it right. I always get names wrong. Um, but his run, they pulled a bunch from. You can, you can, as you watch the episode, you can kind of pick out small bits and pieces. Uh, his run alone, um, you can pull a bunch from. And... If you haven't read it, go read it. It's it's a uh, Jeff's run, his comic run on Moon Knight. F- kind of focuses on the psychological side of Moon Knight mm-hmm. and Mark Spector and you know Stephen Grant. Um, so, you know, dive into those things. I dove into it. Let me tell you, uh, I didn't know a ton about Moon Knight going into the show. Um, I can't say hey, I'm a huge Moon Knight fan before I started watching and. Uh, the show, but you know what, um, I'm not a fanboy because of it, but I enjoy the character. I enjoy how they portrayed every single character in the show so far, and I, yeah, I wouldn't have done anything differently.
0: Yeah, it's it's definitely it's it's really good. I feel like now, like when I first saw Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. I was I I wasn't a big fan of Doctor Strange. I didn't know much about him and whatnot. And then after I was like, wow, this is awesome. I actually went out, bought a couple comics and like, you know, educated myself on the character. And I feel myself doing the exact same with Moon Knight.
1: Yeah, there's, there's a lot. And I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of reading comics about, you know, psychological things where, you know, those are the effects or the person's feeling them. Or that's how the story uh, develops is through a psychological means. I'm like, this is great. And you know if you start reading, you know Jeff's run on Moon Knight, you'll you'll start to see exactly you know since you were, you watched episode two, three, and four, you'll start to see oh yeah yeah they did pull, uh yes. from this run, um. So they did a great job, uh using, the material. They did a great job with, directing. They did a great job with. Making sure the, the story had flow. It was smooth. The humor wasn't outright insanely funny. But you know what? What humor that was there was insanely fun to watch. So what, what yeah. I could reference is... Uh, when Stephen had the Scarab and he first met um, Arrow... Mm-hmm. In the town, Stephen was ready to give that scarab up. Yep. And he could not give him the scarab at all. He was demanding it, Era was. And Stephen could not give it to him no matter how he wanted to. What do you think that was? Do you think that was Conshu making sure he didn't do
0: that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. 100 percent uh i mean or it could have been mark
1: it's very interesting to talk about that because it's a possibility it makes you wonder you know what the capabilities are if if you know Kanshu or mark could just start controlling what steven does but the scarab was just that important um yeah you know knowing that but uh, is an Egyptian deity where I believe Khonshu is said to be the son of Amun-Ra. I don't know if you're familiar, but um, uh, Amun-Ra is a very big character in the Egyptian, I should say uh, history. Um, so when it comes down to it, uh, there were funny parts, uh, that part. And then, um, I enjoyed his visit to dinner where he ended up eating the steak.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was
1: like, man, this, this guy's a, uh, what do you say, is a vegetarian or a vegan. I can't remember. I just knew he didn't eat meat. Um, or he never ate meat. I know it was his boss made fun of him for that, too. Mm. But, yeah, he went to this dinner, and he he ordered a steak, and the way he ordered it, was hilarious because he didn't know how to order the steak. Right, yeah. <laughs> I forgot I forgot what he said, but I know the waiter was like, "I'll make it well done for you." And he was he, he was like, asked, like that, right? Or, what,
0: something What was it? I thought it was like cooked or something like that. Yeah,
1: it was it was, it was really subtle. He's like, "I would like it done well" or something
0: like Yeah, something like that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and and the waiter goes, "I'll have it done. What well, I'll have it well done for you then." And uh, he he was okay with it, and I'm like, "Please don't have it well done." But um, yeah. but yeah, uh, I th- I thought th- those parts kind of highlighted more serious tones throughout the show, and of course the first episode where we finally get to see Moon Knight come out. Uh, At the end of the first episode. Mm -hmm. And I I was pretty happy to see that. In in the sense that, you know, the show kind of needed Moon Knight to come out at that point. To take care of, uh, I guess, the monsters that were coming after him. Well, coming after Steven, actually. So, it's, and for anybody listening, it's really hard. I'm finding it really hard to talk about just one episode when I really want to allude to the other three. So <laughs>
0: yeah, it's very difficult.
1: <laughs> um, because I'm talking about things that happen in episode one, but my mind is literally relating them, relating tons of different scenes and portions to certain things that happen in, in episode two, three, and four. And let me tell you, I'm excited. I'm excited to see him again yeah um i'm insanely excited uh to have the ability to re-watch them again and to watch them with uh, my wife i think my wife actually she's enjoying a lot of these newer shows um uh, you know we just we watched uh think like peacemaker recently which of course is a different you know different uh, different universe but Aside from that, uh, she loved that, but you know, I threw it out there. We tried Moon Knight, and she really enjoyed it. I think she was in it for the psychological factor too, and it it, it definitely grabbed a hold of her. As she wants to watch the next one, so I, I can't wait to show her uh, what's to come. But yeah, I guess what what was your what was your favorite part? I guess of episode one. Um
0: yeah um, i really like i'm trying to remember because we watched it like was it last week or two weeks ago it was about one and a half weeks ago but Um i like the dinner scene the dinner scene was great also i i'm trying to remember what happened in one so i don't say anything that happened <laughs> <in two. laughs>
1: that's, that's why i'm telling you this is so hard to keep everything separate it's People people think it's easy peasy trying to get extra access and to try to let everybody know about this type of stuff and it's really hard because you gotta keep everything you know, one, two, three, and four. But in it's, this case we gotta keep one away from two, three, and four. So that makes it very difficult. You have a small chunk and a big chunk and you can't talk about the big one. So
0: Yeah. Uh, but you're right.
1: Yeah. That dinner scene where he was, I think he was alone. Yeah, I thought that was very interesting. That was a turning point, too, I believe, because that's when Stephen started to realize more so that he was having more issues than he thought he did. Right. Yeah. That's when he discovered it was indeed Sunday and not, I think, it was it Thursday or Friday? So he found out he was, it was two days later than he was prepared to address. So, I mean, that, that would suck. I think we can all put ourselves in some type of situation like that, where, you know, we know how it feels to be insanely late for something and not really think that we're late, not saying that we have the same issue as as he does, but there's a lot of things you can relate to on a minimal scale, you know, while uh, you may or may not have the same issues he does. Um, so it, it, there's a lot to relate to. And I think there's a lot to look at when you, my, my favorite part, I know there's a lot of people tell me that a significant part to them, you know, is the fish portion because that's mm-hmm. another turning point where he realizes, you know, there's stuff going on that he doesn't remember yeah. or recall doing. But my favorite is just whenever he's in his, his apartment, uh, my favorite scene specifically is the elevator scene because we get to see the Egyptian deity at that point. Yeah, and that was very intense. It was. It gave me horror vibes, and I enjoy I enjoy horror, so that intrigued me quite a bit. And outside the elevator, being as intense as it was, as your first introduction to the deity, visually, instead of just hearing uh that Egyptian god I thought just spending time in his apartment kind of showed you a lot right um in, in that apartment you have tons of mirrors you have his bed where he has his leg uh what was it like a leg harness what was a leg strap um if there's a better word for it uh, you have you have the sand around the bed which i believe unless it's there for something else is to show you know him leaving or you know footprints of course you know yep that's kind of what i got from that but even more so the the cell phone and keys were hidden in a a compartment where he had to stand on top of a a desk to get to it i was like man Wonder how long that was up there. I think I think uh, the person on the phone said months. Yeah, a couple months.
0: Uh, Layla, I think her name was.
1: Yeah, I think that's what it said on the phone, and without revealing too much, it's really easy to do that right now. Um, it was that part was really interesting because you think there's more to it. You know, why was it there? Yeah. Um, what was the 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 main point in putting it there? Did Stephen put it there? Did Mark put it there? Um, a really great point that I like to focus on is all the mirrors. There's a mirror in the the shower, restroom. Yep. There's there's a mirror. There's mirrors everywhere. I think. Mark, outside of the there's an Egyptian fascination with mirrors. It has to do uh, with Egyptian history and the gods. Uh, there's more to it. There's a whole history of Egypt and and the, the gods uh, around what how mirrors were significant, please look it up because that's a whole nother hour. I um, never knew that. There is a significance, yeah. Certainly take a look because it kind of makes a little bit more sense when it comes to uh, the relation between mirrors and Egyptian uh, history. Okay. Um, but outside of that, I believe that Mark placed the mirrors all over the place, so he had more of an opportunity to convince Stephen that letting Mark have more time was was going to be beneficial. Which we didn't see that until the very end. Right. So I think you know all the mirrors kind of made sense in that regard. I was just kind of questioning it when he was in front of the when Stephen was in front of the mirror, getting ready for his date. Nothing happened. Right. So I'm not necessarily sure why nothing happened while he was in that mirror, but there's a lot of of speculation when you bring that up because all the mirrors are the reason we get to experience the conversation between uh, Mark and Stephen to begin with. I think that's how we see them both, even in the same place. Yeah. So uh, I think just just looking around the apartment – it's all dark and I'm assuming that's Stephen's way of keeping things he doesn't want to deal with out of his sight. So he doesn't have to remind himself of, you know, Mark or konshu even the history of, you know, the attachment. So I, I think it's it, the apartments just, if you can go back and rewind and go slowly through the apartment, I think you you'll realize a lot of stuff that you may not have seen or, glanced at the first run through right that may it may be interesting it interested me i think there's there's deeper deeper meanings deeper stories going on here than just the one that we're witnessing
0: Mm
1: -hmm. and honestly the the only thing i can really say is it it opens up after one it it opens up and you know you're, you're open to more uh more of what's going on and we get a, in, in episode one, we get a really good introduction into Stephen, who Stephen is, what the issues are uh, on a basic level, and what's kind of going on. So I think the greatest part about it is that it, it let people watch the show that, like me, and potentially you, uh, may not have been very familiar with the character where we fell in love with. I, I fell in love with the character I think it sounded like you did too Oh yeah And I think again it's mainly because of Oscar Isaac but the way it was put together also uh, worked in in our favor and enjoying it as much as we did I'm sure so you can't discredit you know the people that created the show of course So from my perspective it's hard to give something a 10 out of 10 but it, I can't I can't give you a solid number but it's up there like i'd hate to get as a first episode it hit every single every single thing you look for in an introductory episode for a show it yeah it it really did i and i'm not fanboying i'm not over you know overworked or worked up about this this whole this whole show I'm not a Marvel fanboy. I love all comics, but I'm telling you this: this first episode, knowing what comes after it, we we get to see so much that we it's so so much different, so much more different than the stuff that we we've seen before. If you compare Iron Man to Moon Knight, they're totally an insanely different, obviously character character wise and story wise, but. The way they were created, the way the, the the flow of the movie compared to the show, it's they're going they're going in an interesting direction, and I I can't wait to see how it pans out and ends because I feel like it's going to go somewhere really important.
0: I was gonna say the same thing. I feel like this is like not like the uh, yeah I am gonna say it, the real beginning of phase two. Right? Is that where we're going into phase two, phase three? No, you're past that. Um, or the next phase.
1: It's, you know, going into the next phase, I mean, it, it technically started with uh, the, I believe it was the Eternals, right?
0: Right, but I, I feel like the Eternals, you know, uh, people really didn't it's like, not, hold It's not Eternals. a fan favorite. Right. Like, But like Moon Knight, you get this new kick-ass character, and uh, I feel like mental illness plays a huge role in it. And like that in a weird way uh, attracts people.
1: I think so. Just because of uh, the fact that not, not because you know how attractive mental illness is. It's that a lot of people don't know enough about it and don't have a lot of experience. They don't have a lot of time around uh, that. Uh, that type of mental illness that they're interested in how it's portrayed. And uh, that's kind of how I I approach it. I'm like, this this sounds really interesting. Right. And how it was carried out, uh, it was played out really well. And there's, I can't say there's big things to come because I heard, of course, this could be the rumor mill that it's not closely tied to Big storylines in the MCU. It could change, right? So don't take that as hundred percent or you know the bottom line because I said so. Um, so I think that it's gonna go. It's gonna go into some some storyline that's gonna be epic, at least to me, because you can't just bring Egyptian history in and only go six episodes with it. And not make it a big deal. Like Egyptian history is a big deal. Yep. So I I just don't think you can dip into it and then just dip out and be like, Nope, we're not doing that again.
0: So that's exactly it.
1: And I'm, oh. I'm not alluding to anything. That's a spoiler here. I'm not saying that there's more after four. That's going to allude to, you know, a second season I, I honestly 100% don't know. We weren't given that info. But what we do know is, you know, there's two more episodes we haven't seen. And I'm assuming there's a big reason why. Not probably because they weren't necessarily as finished as they'd like, but yeah. probably because there's there's certain aspects of those two shows that if we were to watch them, it would certainly lead into other potential portions of a bigger storyline. That's my guess. Mm. And by saying that, that, you know, it's a prediction, uh, speculation maybe, but I think it's going to, those two episodes are going to roll into a a storyline that has yet to develop. I agree. Yeah. So with that, I know we haven't really... We weren't really able to say as much as I'm sure people would want, uh, and we're not here to dole out spoilers front to back, because I think we're legally held to not doing so. But we we love the show. Like it's 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 hard to say that the first episode because you you don't really get the whole story. You just kinda of get that, you know, the taste of what it what it's going to be like or potentially going to be like. And you hope it's gonna keep going. Well we're telling you
0: stay attached to this show. Yeah, it's it's gonna be uh a big big role in this next wave or what I keep going with phase, but <laughs> I mean it's it's
1: definitely it's definitely a new phase and and Moon Knight is officially part a part of it but what I'm what I'm thinking is you know there's multiple multiple things could be going on within this phase that we, we need to pay attention to rather than kind of how straightforward a lot of the first phases were you know leading up to in game there was a few different things going on, but then there were more when you talked about the time travel aspect. But now mm-hmm. I think there's it's gonna be a little bit more complicated. So could there be more you know more characters could you know enter the universe through Moon Knight? Possibly. Honestly, I don't think I don't think we know for a fact.
0: I got but, my hunches.
1: Yeah, I mean <laughs> well I'll, I'll tell you offline but <laughs> well that's okay that's okay well yeah we'll talk um but there's there's a lot of cool stuff happening there's there's some awesome characterization going on great production team here at moon Knight, and i can't ask for better acting on top of a, a fantastic storyline like it's all around great and uh, don't compare it to the comics because shows like this have to pull from multiple sources. You can't just use one whole comic run and say, you know what, we neglected the others. No, there's bits and pieces you want to take and, and use to your advantage as a show to bring new people in, keep uh, older fans of the, not older fans, but, you know, fan, uh, fans that were fans of Moon Knight before. The show came to fruition. Mm-hmm. Uh, still interested in the character, I, th- I think they did a really good job of that, without turning people away. So this is another one. You know, open up your mind. Just sit back and let the let this production team on Moon Knight just kind of take you through the story. And I know it's once a week. You know, it's kind of hard to say you know, wait till Wednesday, but take take the show in. Watch this first episode again. Notice. Notice small things here and there that you may not have mentioned, uh, you may not have uh, seen before. I did. And it was really easy for me to find that. So I can't imagine what other people would find. And I know I, I was able to go to my local uh, comic book shop on uh, New Comic Book Day. And there were a couple people, uh, specifically one that really shared a lot of insight that, you know, what he noticed made a lot more sense to me and kind of, I was able to put a little bit more together going forward too. I couldn't share two, three and four with him either, but it made sense of what I saw in two, three and four as well. So there's a lot of fans of moon Knight prior to the show coming out that know enough to look at what episode one has given us and kind of get an idea of what may happen. I'm not saying everything you're going to think of happening will happen, but there's a great possibility here. That veteran fans of Moon Knight will have a, a much better idea of what, you know, what's to come for sure. And all due respect, you know, there's some cool stuff coming and stick to the show. Uh, stay true to uh, Oscar Isaac's acting. Stick with it. Stick with the story. Take it bit by bit. And we have six episodes here. As a fan, as a Marvel fan, as a comic fan, do not fail us. Just take the show in, take it as it is, and try to enjoy it. And hit us up on Twitter. Talk about it. Right. And like we mentioned in the beginning here, um, our Twitter, at Nerd Rejects, you can find us there. You can talk with us. You can send us tweets. Let us know what you think. We are there. All the time. We answer, we, we send out tweets constantly. We send out, you know, what's in the rumor mill. So please hit us up there. Uh, I'm Ty. You'll find me at Comic Typhoon. Gasper, where
0: can we find you? At Shut Up Gasper on the Twitter machine. And Instagram now, I guess, if you guys want to follow me there. I don't post anything interesting there. But you can follow our new Instagram. I'm glad, at, I'm glad you at, advertised your personal Instagram for no
1: reason. Okay, I, all
0: right. I meant to say Joe's um, Instagram, and mine just came out. <laughs> I was, you know, whatever. It is okay. Uh, but, yeah, we're on uh, Instagram now, nerd, at nerdrejectspod. we uh, be posting some clips when eventually we go video up in this. His A, fish A, you know? That I'm was... Saying.
1: That's the next step. So anybody that's out there that you know you're a big fan of listening to what we have to and feel like and enjoy putting out uh, weekly and sometimes every other week depending on our schedules. Uh, we're we're going video soon, so yes. be ready to see our faces and put faces to names and faces to voices. So. I'm not saying it's going to be it's going to be done insanely quick like tomorrow, but it's definitely going to be finished here soon. We're going to we're going to have some video shows and I believe there's going to be another app. We're going to enter another app in regards to video as well. So with that, uh, our, our review of Moon Knight, as, as hard as it was to avoid two, three and four, is complete we enjoyed it we hope you enjoy it and be sure to let us know what you think of the show fire fire at us whatever you think good bad in the middle ask us questions we're not going to give you spoilers for two three and four that's just not what we can do but certainly talk with us because we'll be able to be there for you we're fans too so we understand Um, but outside of that Enjoy the second episode coming up here on Wednesday in two days. We'll be happy to discuss as we go uh, through different social media uh, applications. And hopefully you can follow us wherever you can find us, especially Twitter. And of course you have Instagram and there'll be much more coming soon. So with that, we're going to bid you adieu. Enjoy the rest of your day. And we hope to talk with you soon. Nerds out.